don't name the episode when we record it. I just put a I just put a date stamp on it. And okay, then so after then you know. we've talked about some inane nonsense, then mm-hmm. I will pick out the most inane nonsense and then name the episode after whatever the most out of context reference to that inane nonsense happens to be. Well, and and sometimes, you know, the the inane nonsense isn't even our fault. It's the instruction manual. So, very frequently, it's the instruction manual. I I don't know what what is happening with the instruction manual writers, but I miss it. I miss it a lot. It's just like I feel like that kind of thing was just outsourced oh, to just someone who like like as a writer myself. Yeah. I can, it's hard for me to picture what that job would have looked like 30 years ago. But yeah, true. I can imagine that it's a lot of like, okay, here is the game or sometimes not even here is the game. Sometimes like here are some art assets and yeah, you, hey, you need know to that- write a <laughs> caption for them. You may have seen that kids TV show Ninja Turtles. Please write us a manual for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Also, I, mean, I apologize. I'm, I'm eating some pizza, so I, I muted, and then I pop back in, and I don't know if I muted enough, because for the first time while recording, I'm so hungry, I feel like I need to eat while that's we fine. do it. <laughs> that's totally fine. I I honestly haven't eaten breakfast either and would like to rectify that as well, but if I go downstairs, I'm going to wake everybody up. <laughs> Welcome you to must, the Retro Breakdown, must. everyone. My parents are visiting, so we're recording early in the morning before everyone before everyone wakes up so that I can finish recording the podcast and then go spend the day with them. Yes. Which is very – I would like to thank my co-host, Tom, for accommodating this uh, early morning recording session. Well, hey, as everyone knows, I'm just an amazing guy, so. I mean, you're, you're pretty cool. I'm <laughs> – you're being facetious, but I actually humble. I actually agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate you appreciating me as, yeah. as we're want to do <laughs> to one another rather frequently where one of us says something like that. Then like, hey, you know what? I I really appreciate you doing that for me, too. <laughs> yeah, this is the way we have to accept compliments, right? right. We can't be yeah, like, yeah. that's right. I am amazing. No, it's, it's always it's, like, I appreciate you saying that I am amazing. I appreciate it's, it's your like, appreciation. Some some self like minor jab at your at, you know, your own uh, at the at the compliment or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, compliments are hard to accept sometimes. They are, especially when they're like really effusive. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when someone really comes at you hard and is like, wow, you're really great at this thing. It's like, no, stop. <laughs> yeah, ex- except that there's not the edge of, oh, that's kind of nice to hear. Sometimes you're like, no, no, God, it's not true, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my, my, my uh, uh, imposter syndrome kicks in really hard occasionally when those sort of things happen. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, when this actually happens quite a bit. What's that? Um, in Korea. If you know how to say, like, one or two phrases in Korean... You might as well be fluent. (laughs) Korean people, like, will fall over themselves praising you. Like, oh, you you speak so well, you speak Korean so well. It's like, I know how to say, hello, thank you, and please give me this. Yeah, and I'm American. <laughs> yeah, I like I know how to order food. <laughs> That's basically it. I have been uh, I have started Duolingo. 
Jesse's been doing it for almost like a year now. I oh, finally wow. hopped hey, onto her family plan and started uh, and started learning. What's a what's a family plan for Duolingo? It's basically what a family plan is for any for anyone else. You pay a little bit more and you can dump a bunch of people on your uh, oh. oh on your plan for the same price. Well, hey, I, I think I might be part of that family. <laughs> I think you can be. I think there are open spots. <laughs> That's really Did cool, you though. need to learn like Brazilian <clears throat> Portuguese. I well, I was I would I used to uh, play with the Brazilian Portuguese and the Japanese on Duolingo, but then I got annoyed because I, I hated the heart system that they had in place. Mm. And I found it annoying and I didn't feel like paying money for it. Like, well, actually, ah. what I wanted to do was pay for a lifetime subscription. So I was like, I'd rather give you two hundred dollars right now than pay ten dollars a month, even though technically it would probably be cheaper because I could turn off the uh, I could like cancel the subscription, you know, when I was done with it. So I wouldn't even end up get paying two hundred dollars. Sure. But there's something I just I just hate the concept of subscribing to a million things all the time. And I, I would rather I just give them money up front. And I don't know why that's not an option there. Yeah. Yeah. I think they have converted it. I think that uh, I think Jesse has it on a annual plan. OK, yeah, sure. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. And the it, it's an annual fa- family plan. So it is just like it takes all of the all the heart system and all that stuff that you were talking about. Like mm-hmm. it's now essentially um, unlimited. So you can just do it whenever you want to. Yeah, exactly. That's okay. I, I I knew that was part of the the paid service, which is why I wanted it. Yeah. But I didn't want to pay monthly or have to think about paying every year, which I I know is silly. It's just my own weird pet peeve about subscription. No, I stuff. totally get it. If I have to be on something that like anything that I have to subscribe to or pay monthly, I'm like, can I pay every six or twelve months? Mm-hmm. I would rather. And usually there's a discount for doing it. I mean, that comes right down. Even my cell phone plan is an annual plan. Yeah, car insurance, all that kind of stuff. A yeah. lot of times, if, if you have the ability to pay the year, you save a certain amount of money sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely prefer to do that when I can. If I, like, I would rather pay $300 in a chunk than, you know, 30 bucks a month. Yeah, you know, it's actually, it's sort of fun. The uh, Over Black Friday, the PlayStation Plus thing was like 25 or 30% off. And Leticia had been enjoying the the games that are on there for free like she played through stray and a bunch of kind of adventure mm. games or like text games and stuff visual novels and uh i was playing i started playing guardians of the galaxy um oh yeah and there was some discounts on psn cards too so you could buy it was like 10 percent off psn cards so effectively it was like 35 percent off of the ps plus i was like you know what that's not bad. We'll buy it. We can buy another year. That that seems kind of nice if we're enjoying it and we're getting our money's worth. And then I was really happy I did because this month they're giving away the Mass Effect, um, the remaster, like the the one that came out oh, a yeah? year or two ago. Yeah. And so that's part of the the deal. Of course, all of these games, if if you just want to buy them, they're like $5 on sale. Sure, <laughs> but, yeah. So it's not some amazing benefit. But at the same time, I probably wouldn't, or maybe it's 10 bucks. I, I, I wouldn't have bought it. I, I really want to play Mass Effect again because I had I ragged on the original Mass Effect so much and I know it was because I was just being an edgy edgelord. Yeah, um, I have games like that where they like everybody loved them. So I just wanted to play them to tell people it wasn't all that. Yeah, that's what I did. I, I literally played through all of Mass Effect in like two days over like not. I mean, it was I played it for like 36 hours. So I, you know, I, I played it for a decent amount of time, but I did it all over a Saturday and a Sunday. And when I was done, I was like, yeah, that game kind of wasn't that great. I don't get the, what the big deal is. 
And then, but I, I played it the whole time with the intention of that outcome. Like, yeah, every no, I single completely thing. get it. I have um, to be really careful to not, because I think the most recent game that I did that with was Cyberpunk. Sure. When like yeah. when it came out and people started trashing it and it was broken, I had this sort of like big headed "I told you so" feeling. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Where I was like, "Yes, yes." Tell me how garbage it is. Your suffering is my joy. (laughs) (laughs) And then I had to back up and be like, man, this is actually a really sad story. There's people who worked really hard on this. And the people that were so hyped about it and everything. Like, Like uh, this actually sucks for everyone. I think Mass Effect is even, in in some ways, it's, it's worse for in in my eyes. I mean, not worse gameplay or anything like that. The, The experience that I'm explaining. Because, so, my, uh... Uh, Kyle, he he was like, hey, yeah, Mass Effect 1 wasn't that great, but you should play Mass Effect 2. It was way more fun to play. Like, the gameplay yeah. was more fun. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, whatever, they all suck. And I, <laughs> so I, I just, like, like this is, I, I didn't even listen to a guy who has pretty much the exact same tastes in games as me and, and like, things that we like. It's very similar. And he was like, no, dude, you're being dumb. <laughs> you, should, I, you should at least play Mass Effect 2. And I was so, like, steadfast in my ways, like, nah. I will I will back Kyle up on this. Um, So the the thing that is fun about Mass Effect is the world. Yeah. And I didn't even get time to explore. Like I didn't. Yeah. I was going to say, if you play it through in two days, like you are more or less it's it's similar but different to like beelining a Yakuza game. Yeah. No, I get that. Where it's like, okay, the plot's there and the plot is fine. Sometimes actually quite good. But the real meat of this game is what's on the side. It's yeah. like it's like getting to know the Volus and the Elcor and the Hanar and the and all of these weird alien races that have like really, really interesting um like just really interesting backstories and lore and I'm not usually a lore hound for games but in this particular instance for Mass Effect I think that that's where a lot of the joy of the game is sure because there's just really good writing on like here's these okay so here's these Elcor who like their whole thing is they're the big like sort of walrusy elephant looking things and they speak really monotone yes and they're like so the lore behind them is like they know how to communicate with each other because it's very it's like very almost imperceptibly subtle, like movements and inflections okay. that other races can't hear. So when they're communicating with other races, they have to start all their sentences with like cheerfully. Thank oh. you. Please come again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they have to actually like. They have to say out loud the inflection that they want in their voice. Because otherwise it doesn't come out at all. Because like otherwise no it just sounds it. like monotone. Yeah. <laughs> and there's the whole thing where like the everything they do is really slow. But that's because they evolved on a planet where like all of the ground is really unstable. It's like volcanic or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like anyone who moves quickly would just like basically have some sort of accident sure they'd have to they'd like fall through they'd like fall off a cliff or through a a shaky part of the floor so they literally evolved to become slow as a survival mechanism (laughs) and it's just like and that like the elcor don't even matter 
right? Like you don't get one in your party. Yeah, there like aren't any Elcorn main characters. That's yeah. just side, like that is side side content. But because yeah, I I only did some side content because. I mean, I obviously I played through it in two days, but I I did I I think I want to I've spent like forty hours during those two days playing it, so it was like a lot of time playing the game. So I did some side stuff, but it was all through the lens of <laughs> who cares about this stuff, right? So right. Like, how right. can I possibly enjoy? It? Like, what a what an enormous waste of time and a dumb outlook. <laughs> I like I totally get it because I have played games with that. Like that's basically how I played Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, 100%. Like, I essentially hate played Skyrim and played Mm -hmm. through it with, like, a a role-playing character who allowed me to just be like, this lore is dumb and I don't care about it. Oh, man, I I love the Elder Scrolls lore because it's it's self-aware dumb. Like, literally in the lore, it's talking about you as a player character and all this kind of stuff. It's, It's yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where I would en- I would enjoy Mass Effect if I let myself enjoy Mass Effect instead of deciding I didn't like it and then playing it anyways. Yeah, it's fun. That's dumb. I will say that the first game is kind of trash to play. Yeah, well, um, and I I know that because I actually ended up playing. So I played through half of it again later when I was doing achievement stuff, mm-hmm. but I wasn't really playing that time. I wasn't really playing it to play it either. I was playing it for achievements so i saw more of the game but it was kind of like i was watching movies and doing other stuff while just mashing through whatever was happening um so i know what to expect from the gameplay of the first game so i'm not turned off by that that's good i like so the first game like you can tell like bioware had come off of knights of the old republic right yeah and they were like all right we don't have the star wars license anymore but Let's make Star Wars. We can make a game that's kind of like that. And I and that might have been part of my problem, too, is that I have started Knights of the Old Republic like 10 times in my life. And I've never I don't know if I've ever left the first freaking planet. Like I started I just, it once like a couple years ago and yeah. definitely didn't leave the first planet. I don't I don't know why I just can't get into it. I really I feel like it's my fault. <laughs> like I feel like I should enjoy this game or something and I just don't. I don't I, know why. I completely understand cuz I feel the same way. <laughs> I totally I totally get it. So yeah, the 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 long and the short of it is I'm glad that it was given away for free cuz I would like to download Mass Effect, think about playing it for 2 years and then never play it. <laughs> that's a good time i so here's the thing like mass effect one is a little too rpg ish sure and then two and three lean more into it being sort of a straightforward action game and that actually okay. improves its gameplay yeah because there's still some there's like isn't there, aren't there still like some skill trees and everything or like oh, yeah, i absolutely. know your character pulls through right so if, yeah. how, how you build your character if you want to yeah you can um make your character the same character the whole like your shepherd can be your shepherd for all three games which is super cool and i'd yeah, like to that's that's very cool that. i've i've not even seen i'm sure there are games that have done that but i haven't seen a game sort of like pull your consequences and your story beats and your character building through like an entire trilogy like that where yeah. it actually matters it's such yeah. an ambitious thing i, f- I feel like there's one that did, and I just was thinking about it a couple weeks ago, about about like pulling through with save data. Shoot, what was it across multiple games? Not 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 like a near yeah yeah. Where, uh, 
is the next time through. Hmm, I don't remember. I don't did, know did of Dot, one. Did but... Dot Hack do that at all? I didn't play any of those games, so maybe. Yeah, me neither. I just, <laughs> I just remember. But it's just, it's crazy that those games are like 10, 15 years old now. And the fact like that the main character <laughs> pulling your your consequences and your your design and all of that stuff through in ways that like do actually drastically change the story in subsequent games. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 you mean Mass Effect? Yeah, yeah. That's it's, yeah. it's so cool. How the I fact think that's, that that's that was done 10, 15 years ago and nobody's really replicated it on a on, on like a really notable way. I mean, yeah, Biomare way of Bioware may have wanted to, but you know, yeah, they're, they're yeah, not allowed they, to do what they want. EA said, "Shut up and make Anthem." <laughs> you shut your mouth, damn it, man! Anthem was such a blast. It's a, such a we- Anthem was a blast to play, and then after playing it for twenty hours, I didn't want to do. I was like, "What do I do in this game now?" Yeah, like, there's it's it's so sad because the gameplay was rad. My God, did it feel good to be those mechs? It was super duper fun. Of I mean, that, it, it seemed everyone seemed like, "Hey, flying around and doing Iron Man stuff was really neat." Mm-hmm. Until like there just wasn't anything to do anymore. Yeah, because the story was really bad. Um, I don't even I don't remember anything about. It. I didn't care. I had a lot of fun playing with my one friend that was playing. The only reason I bought it is because one of my buddies was buying it. I like, yeah, it sure feels I like you have a that. lot of those because wasn't that why you played uh, Avengers as well? Same, same friend. Yes. Yep. Okay. He really, he really likes live service games, so that's I'll, 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 I'll probably there's one that's coming out. Oh, uh, it's a Capcom game, I think. Um, or no, is it the Bethesda? Shoot, I don't remember. Starfield. Was, no, not Starfield. That's not going to be a live. Well, maybe it'll be a live service game, but I, hope I, it, not. I don't think it's going to be. But you know, well, they'll turn it into you know they'll charge you for horse armor. That's but, um, true. To be fair, I might I might buy if it turns your spaceship into like a horse. I would think about spending a dollar or two on that. But if, well, of course, it'll be like fifteen dollars. Yeah. Uh, no, what's it's, I can't think of what the game in the trailer of it. It's like some kind of defense game, you know, like horde game. But there was I just remember there being a dinosaur that was running at you in in a space setting, and I can't think of what it's called. It's like red. Ah, God. Red faction. No. You I know, never played those game games, that, so I don't know if they're. I know they take place on Mars. <laughs> it's like I, I, maybe there's a dinosaur at some point i don't know <laughs> the red faction games always made me sad when i think about how cool it would have been uh if more games took up that mantle of break oh because i've told you how my my dream of future technology i don't care about graphics so much i don't care about all the ray tracing i think it's neat when they make minecraft look pretty in those videos but i don't really care yeah. what i want is destructible environments i want yeah. to play grand theft auto and i want to drive a crane into a building to get to the guy rather than climbing up an elevator or like, you know, rappel off the side and break through the window. I realize what I'm asking for is in, in it's just begging for people to be overworked, stressed out and have the game never yeah, come out. It, it would require a lot, but that and, would be and cool. Then there's always the issue of like, <laughs> if you have a fully destructible environment, what happens when you raise the entire thing to the ground? Hell yeah. That would be, you know what? Just make a reset button. It's a video game. I don't need it to have realism. That's like, true. Like, that's I true. don't that's that's where I I don't need the realism aspect. I just did want you the fun ever play the PS2 and Xbox era shooter black? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Because that's yeah, like that's it's not a fully destructible was. environment, but they do kind of lean into the idea of like if you pour 150 bullets into this wall, it will break. Yeah, no, I, I in fact, that was why I bought the game. It came out when I was at Michigan Tech with Kyle and I was like, dude, I'm buying this and I bought that. 
uh, immediately paid full price for it and thought it was, you know, it was, it was okay. It was it fun. It was a decent game. Yeah. I don't remember that much about it. It came out around the same time as Kingdom Hearts and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kingdom Hearts 2. You know, similar game in, yeah. in uh, well, no, I was just in those, tone was, and scope. It was like around the same time because I remember, I feel like it came in the same order. My Kingdom Hearts 2 experience is one of my favorite memories because the game was released and I was like, man... I'm not going to get this because the, the mail is Michigan Tech and sometimes it takes longer and then it's delayed because you're in a dorm. So on the weekends, the students aren't there to sort out the mail. And oh, so yeah. it was releasing on a Friday, I want to say, or I thought there was a chance I would get it Friday. I was like, oh, there's no way I'm going to get this. Dang. And so I was going to have to wait until Monday or Tuesday, which was, you know, it was going to be a long weekend when you're excited about a video game. Yeah, sure. And it was like 6.30 p.m. that Friday. It was the last thing. And they're like, hey, you have mail. I was like, holy crap. And I I, <laughs> I ran down like the three flights of stairs. And there it was, my my copy of Kingdom Hearts 2 in the, the cool collector's strategy guide. And I'd spent, Kyle and I spent the next three days playing. I think I probably slept for like two hours. I, <laughs> we played the entire thing in, in three days, 100%ing it, doing everything. Like, man, that was such a fun weekend. Because That's a lot I, to ask for Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah, it was, it was... We spent an enormous amount of time playing it in, in, in a time frame that shouldn't have been You do all the gummy ship stuff and... Okay, okay, I didn't do all of the gummy ship stuff. But okay, I did all, I got all 100%, right. Well, I got 100% in the story, so I got, like, the bonus ending where you got to see the the uh, the cool, I don't know, like, the future thing where it was the... I don't even remember what it was anymore, but there's like, you're in, like, a cityscape, and I think someone had dual keyblades, and then one person jumps off a building, another one jumps up a building, and... and oh, yeah, yeah. It was the thing they the didn't follow was. up on for, like, 10 years... Yeah, and I still really haven't. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, Kingdom Hearts. That's Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, exactly. So I don't. I, okay, I, that's real what we talk. Did, so though. not everything. Yeah, real talk yeah. though. Yes. When Kingdom Hearts was announced, were you in the camp that thought it would be good? Yeah, I thought I was super hyped. Okay. I'm. Yeah, but you. You got. I'm. I'm like the easiest person to get excited about. Stuff. I know. You know me. You know. You know that about me. <laughs> I was. I was in the. I was absolutely one hundred percent in the camp where I was like, okay, so they took the RPG company and put them together with Disney, and now they're making an action game <laughs> with when it's going to be a Final Fantasy Disney crossover. How? What was What was particularly amusing when I saw it? My first thought was, "Holy crap, that's epic!" And then I was like, "I don't even like Disney. Why? <laughs> I don't." <laughs> I don't like any. I don't care about the, any Disney properties except for this. And when it first came out, I, the, as some have grown on me over time, I guess in some ways. But they're all. I still have that underlying feeling of Disney's such a garbage company, and the messages in most of the movies are really, really terrible when it's you think true. about them. It's um, true. And and I always liked Nightmare Before Christmas, and that wasn't even in the first game. So it was, I don't know what. I don't know why I thought. It, I think I was such a diehard Square fan that I was like, yes, anything Square does must be golden. <laughs> And, and then you played Unlimited cool. Saga. Well, no, that's the thing. I, I even knew that those games sucked and I didn't care. I don't know. I don't know why I was so hyped about Kingdom Hearts. I think maybe the artwork looked pretty. Well, <laughs> like, what I will say is like it is it's <laughs> such it was such a big, ambitious project at a time yeah. when like yeah. those types of weird crossovers were not like now they happen all the time. Yeah. True. Right. But like weird, ambitious crossovers in like the late 90s, early aughts were not a common thing. So it's a very easy thing to get hyped about. I, you know what it is? I think I just love a crossover. I mean, it, they're fun. I think and that's everyone probably, has finally figured it out. 
Yeah, God, I can't wait. My favorite comic It's the same book thing of- where it's like, I'm not I'm not ever going to play Smash Brothers, but man, I'm hyped for that new character reveal. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the, the 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 best comic books for me pretty much ever are the crossover ones. Like I loved the the the, the famous Marvel DC where where Superman gets to wield Thor's hammer is so freaking cool. I I I cannot wait until those studios run out of ideas or they're like, God, we need to make some money, and they're like, Fine, fine, we'll we'll put we'll put Batman in a Marvel movie or Superman or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. Um, that's gonna that will be that may be what's gets me excited about comic book movies for real again as opposed to just being like oh i let's, like action let's movies, put deadpool it. in the justice league and just see what happens <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know at god I, that made me think of how we were talking about the dlc for it and i was like when when is dlc for movies gonna be a thing like you pay extra money so you get a bonus scene <laughs> but oh. you can only see it on your special glasses <laughs> I, th- I guess there's kind of a version of that where it's like you already saw this in the theater but buy it buy the special edition on d on dvd True. for the director's commentary or whatever yeah yeah yeah, that's I no. The only director's commentary I've ever watched was the the one for Armageddon that you yeah. shared with me. <laughs> when Ben Affleck is just tired. Yeah. yeah. He's done, but he's contractually obligated not to be. Yep. Um and then I remember watching one for Blade Two and it was really weird. Like we were watching it and they were talking about spooge on a screen and something else and i was like what the fuck is this commentary for this movie it was very weird Um, yeah and that's when i was like you know oh no and i i I did watch quentin tarantino try and talk about how this scene was made because there was a certain box of old cereal in the back corner of the room that nobody noticed but it was turned at a 45 degree angle and it refracted the light in such a way and it really completed the scene i was like dude you gotta stop just tell people you like feet and be done with it (laughs) Like, like like bro I, I get what you're saying, but, you know, just just kind of back up. <laughs> yeah. But hey, that's what the director's commentary is for. So I, I maybe I should be the one to back up. Yeah. You I know have. what? Let them <laughs> let them say whatever, whatever works for them. Would you mm-hmm. like to take a question? Of course. By the way, I thought of the game. I'm, th- I'm pretty sure it's called Redfall, I think, is the one that I was thinking of. But I don't know if remember that's the one with dinosaurs. There's two of those style of games. I've next. not even heard of that. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard of a lot of games, so it's it's always surprising when someone just says a name and I'm like, I just blank on it. It's like, I've well, not even heard that mentioned in passing. I'm only saying it's not surprising because A, it's still, it was kind of announced somewhat recently, I think, and B, it would be a style of game that you're like, nope. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Anyways, question, please. Yes. Cue, oh, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll say it. Cue the music. Yes. Excellent. Our good friend Corin has a question that I am excited to answer. The thought experiment here is when you go to sleep, you fall into the world of a video game as the main character after the game is over. What game do you want it to be? Also, every night when you wake up, you come back to Earth, but it happens every night. So you get to basically like lucid dream in the in the world of the main character of the game after the conflict is over or yeah, after so the main be. story is over. Yeah, yeah, okay. So My first I'm going to I'm going to take the low hanging fruit okay and be like okay, so if you want to be that guy, you can be uh Succubus King Vincent at the on the ending of Catherine. 
Because <laughs> that seems like it's probably fun. <laughs> you know, that's a game that I've never finished. Really? Because yeah. finishing it is kind of like the whole fun. I know. I don't know. That's uh, that's kind of a funny. Never mind. Um, yeah, I, I I heard it the way you heard it after I said it, and I was like, oh yeah, that's not what I meant. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Sh roll past that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but <laughs> my my I'm very the one who brought it up. <laughs> my first thought was um was being a character in like a like Skyrim. Because we were talking about it, so it was on my mind. Yeah. Okay. But then my my second thought right after that was, this I don't I would like to know exactly what happens, um, in the world of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> after like I know we get Advent Children. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. But I want to know what the hell happens. Like there's that huge gap where it's like 500 years later and you see Red Thirteen. Like I want to yeah, know yeah, yeah. how what 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 was this thing that took place? I suppose if I'm Cloud, I'll never get to find out. But you know. Maybe I can be Nanaki. Like, who's the main character in an RPG? Like, if you, you know, that's, that's, it's a, I, I mean, see, that's an interesting choice but. because I feel like the world of Final Fantasy VII is kind of not pleasant to live in generally. I, I don't think so. This is just my curiosity because I'm such a fan of the series that I'd like yeah, to Yeah, so know. like you're going in a direction of like, I, know, I, know, I want I know. to be in that world because I want to know what happens. Right. And I'm right, like, which... where can I live a life of like, of luxury and decadence? <laughs> I think if, if if I had to be completely honest, if I'm going to be a character and the fun of being the character is being that character, I want to be like Mario or some shit where I'm just, you know, I want to get to the store and I just triple backflip, somersault, leap <laughs> off buildings yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like that seems rad as hell. And then fall off a building. It's like, oh, I'm fine. I, I dipped in some water or I touched a coin. <laughs> okay. Specifically great. Mario 64. I can bleed them together, okay? It, it yeah, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, Mario is Mario. So if you say Mario, I don't feel like you have to pick a game. You can, like, Mario, okay, that's not entirely fair. You have to pick at least a genre of Mario, because then you get to be in everything ever. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I just want to play tennis. Yeah, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to change this, the question to be what character <laughs> do you want to be across all of the games that they're in? And then it's definitely Mario because then you get to do a little of everything. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Did you ever want to be a boxing referee? <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then if you're sick of boxing, you can just become the boxer in, in Smash Brothers. <laughs> that's also true. Just without the Or rules. literally fight the guy that's in the boxing game that you were the referee for. <laughs> right, exactly. That seems reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> this is like WWE level matchups. We have this. We have the celebrity ref who's just another wrestler. Yeah. True. <laughs> oh goodness! I'm looking from at the, the top line with the chair. What? Oh man! Like so, I look behind me, and the first thing I see is all the Yakuza games, and I'm like, no, that's the one I want the least. I mean. Being it, like, Kiryu. It meant, like being Kiryu after the end of any of the games just means that someone's going to come bother you in like a month. <laughs> and that's if you're not like and or you're recovering from a stab wound. But but he he I I think Kiryu enjoys it all. So do you get their 
personalities too? Are you still yourself? Like, would I be Mario, but I'm I'm absolutely terrified because I'm leaping off of buildings and stuff. Like, I can do it, but my mind is just like, what are you doing, bro? Like, do you? Do I, I, how would how does that work? How does the psyche work when you transfer into this body? I'm gonna say that it's essentially just a lucid dream. Okay, Where you okay. get to be yourself, but then you're you just recognize like, oh hey, I'm Mario and can do Mario things. Okay, so you don't have you don't have the constraints of thinking about the your your other body. Like, you know, the the limitations of our normal selves, so to speak. Yeah. I that that's what I, I like would that. that's I like what that. I would say. Yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. That's and that, then that's, that's and then there's nice. also like um, if it's if it's lucid dreaming, then like maybe you recognize that it's a dream, but also if the world is dangerous it doesn't really matter because it is still technically a dream. So like there's no like if you die in the dream, you die for real. Yeah. Did you did you see that? You know, you know, you know, you know, Lucky uh, Palmer, I think his name is or is it Palmer Lucky? I don't know. The guy that invented the the Oculus, the first Oculus headset. Oh, yeah. No, I. I'm so not he made some he made some familiar. new headset that has like. I guess an IED or some kind of explosive device attached to it. And he's like, yeah, I'm making a game where if you die in the game, your head will explode. It's like, what? What? This isn't cool. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, don't. Hold on. No. Like. Yeah, apparently he had the explosives around for a different project he was working on. I don't know. Uh, I I feel uh, like we should know about that one. Yeah, well, the guy, the guy's not. Uh, how, I wouldn't agree with him politically is my understanding. But, okay, but, you know what? Fair. <laughs> um, but uh, but when I read that article, I thought, yep, that's that seems like a stupid thing that I could see happening on like some, you know, the 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 dark parts of the, you know, like you have an underground boxing ring. It's like, let's see underground VR. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it made me <laughs> sad. The like, underground oh, could... VR gaming arena. Yeah, we were just waiting for someone's head to explode. Like, yeah. tell me that's not an anime. I I cannot. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they've like they've made several movies about uh-huh. this. They have, yeah. But it, seeing it in reality, all is... of which, like, in in all of which, like, the creator of this is is unequivocally posed as evil. Yeah, or or <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. needs to be stopped. <laughs> so that was that was where I went. Was like, oh great, I'm glad that that's. That's the thing. I'm really, I'm really happy that exists. Yeah, great. <laughs> hey, you know what? You okay? Hmm. Oh, you know what's kind of a fun one? What? Persona. Because once oh. you get through all of the like, wor- like fighting God, world-ending nonsense in Persona, you just get to go back to being like a, a regular Japanese teenager with a bunch of friends. Well. Why, why is, are you saying that, well, so, okay, I agree with you, but then your life is just kind of like a normal life. Yeah. In Japan. Okay, so it's, it's the joy of getting to be, (laughs) you know, 17 in Japan after having saved the world and then living a normal life. You get to go to Japanese high school. You can't tell me that you've never (laughs) lamented not having the experience of Japanese high school. I I totally, I 100%, every time I play Persona, I'm like, God, this is the coolest environment because I don't have to actually do any of the work and I just get to pretend that. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Because you just just fall into your dream and it's like, oh, cool, culture festival. Yeah, because you think about what you would what it would actually entail and i would be completely miserable yeah 100% <laughs> especially the festivals where you have to then do stuff cuz it's always fun in the video game like oh ha, ha, they're going to do the thing where they they dress up or they make themselves uh you know 
they they they, they uh, make a haunted house out of the room, or they have mm-hmm. to play the sports <clears throat> festival and whatever it is. And, and it's fun as hell to watch an anime and to see in in games. But when I think about having to do it myself, I'm like, no, I I literally skipped school the day that we were supposed to uh, have like some kind of fest- like sports event at my middle school. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it. But like, I, I feel like you can just you can just like dream for a couple of hours about the yeah. fun parts and then oh, skip sure. all the work. Yeah. Hey, this is this is our lucid dream. We can do whatever the hell That's we want. Right. <laughs> what what I was going to say is that I'm 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 happy exists but I'm not sure the world is is ready for it yet. Is is uh, gargoyles? Yeah. Well, the world's gonna have to get ready. I I I really hope the the remake of Gargoyles does something with because the only thing the remake doesn't need is an updated set of graphics. That's true. The, the graphics it's, it's, are quite good. Let's talk about first... that in a moment. Yeah, please. Like. I get, I get so bent when it's when it's like a limited time FOMO thing that I'm just like, you know what? I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When uh, Bloodstained came out, one of the big Kickstarter rewards was the like the the sword whip and the oh. uh, and the special like Igarashi boss fight. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. There was a whole thing where it's like so there was a whole th- thing there. They did a whole uh pre-release thing where they're like should the should the main character have a sword or a whip like and it was such a huge part of the marketing for the game that the official bloodstain twitter account is at sword or whip <laughs> because like whip is the classic like belmont classic castlevania and sword is like what you start with in symphony of the night yeah right? that's what i was gonna say yeah feel symphony of the nighty with a sword right so it's like, should we do sword or whip? And then the it all built up to like the reveal is here's a whip sword, which is kind of like <clears throat> which is kind of like the ivy chain sword. Yes, from it's uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, but it's like a special thing only for Kickstarter backers. And you also get this special in-game encounter with uh, the, the boss fight against Koji Igarashi himself. Well, I'm really glad I didn't know that. <laughs> But then they just, when the game came out, they're like, hey, you can just get this for 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't know, I didn't pay, I just bought, because I watched you play um, Bloodstained, and then I went and bought it immediately, and I didn't look up anything, I didn't even know it was a Kickstarter thing, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. bought the game on PSN, had fun playing it, and then mm-hmm. stopped, and I'm I'm much happier for not knowing about all the other stuff. And then when I saw you, you were talking about the other things that came with, I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm already finished the game, so I don't feel it's. It's strange because once you're done with the thing, then you don't feel bad for all of the stuff you may have missed out on. Right. Uh, yeah. It only feels bad in the beginning, right? Because right, it's right. not a real want. It's just like one of those trying to meet an immediate desire kind of a thing. But they kind of alleviated it because when mm-hmm. the game came out, they're like, "Hey, if you missed out on this, you didn't know about this during the Kickstarter." understandable it was like four years ago so here's a ten dollar dlc where you can just get that if you wanted to yeah and it's basically it basically the ten dollars makes up for like the difference between the tiers on the kickstarter sure where like you know the ten dollar higher tier gets you that stuff 
Yeah, you you, you would have missed out on the game. Yeah, yeah, you, like you would have missed out on some physical reward, but at least you'd get the 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 cool digital thing, which yeah. is really what I would have cared about if I was paying attention. And people lost their minds because it's like, well, I wanted it to be exclusive to me. Oh no, it's see, not that's, special that's, anymore. That is such. I I I, I, don't I know hate if it's too harsh mindset. of a word, but I think it's honestly disgusting. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's a really horrible trait of humans to feel like you need to have something that you can lord over other people. I, yeah. I really, really, really dislike that. Yeah, like, I, it's like, what's important to me is not that I have it. It's important to me that you don't have it. Right, exactly. Right, right, That's, right. That makes no sense to me. That Yeah, that is, that is, I, um, nah, I'm not going there. But Gargoyles. Um, Yes, gargoyles. Gargoyles! <laughs> you know what I want? When you said gargoyles, I wanted to say... Da, 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 da. I, okay, I start, seriously? <laughs> da, da, da. Same. <laughs> I was... Before we started playing, I was trying to remember what the gargoyles theme song sounds like, and the only thing that popped into my head was the <laughs> X-Men theme. Because it just seems like it fits. I didn't. I didn't even. I've. I watched the show like Gargoyles like maybe one time, and so I was watching you stream, and you said that X Men popped into your head, and so now I've just linked the two together. So now whenever I think of Gargoyles, I just start thinking of the the X Men <laughs> theme. So it's your fault. <laughs> okay. So it's not a coincidence. No, I no, did no, no, it no. to you. No, it's 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 because of you. But now it is. Now it now that is the Gargoyles theme for me. <laughs> Like, I even sitting here right now, I can't think of it because my mind is oscillating between the and my mind is oscillating right now between the X-Men theme and the Batman (laughs) animated series theme. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. I can see that. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I went back and actually watched the intro to Gargoyles and was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. (laughs) <laughs> I totally so, remember this because it's a whole big like the thing is there is a theme, but it's mostly a voiceover like it's a narration. The uh, opening is OK. It's just Keith David talking about like we are defenders of the night. <laughs> yeah, we're Batman. Wait, <laughs> we uh, like it. I mean, literally, I think the, the voiceover starts with like 1000 years ago. like they literally are just giving the whole lore at the beginning so like that takes like the front side of the of of what you remember from the opening and there is music behind it but like it's keith david (laughs) you know (laughs) keith david just doing voice things in your ears so that's what you remember (laughs) by the way i forgot it was keith david until i watched the intro i was like is that keith david that's keith david (laughs) do you think so okay i feel like the real reason this game is being remade is because they're gonna reboot the series or something okay so it is a disney property yes it like it just seems right they don't do things like this for no reason no it's been sitting there idle for like 25 years i mean hell listen when the game was made it they 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 stopped. They didn't care. It was only released in the United States, I believe. I don't think it had a worldwide release because, that, because it was. I, at mean, the I don't end even of, know if the if the series was worldwide. So, oh, I why know, would they true. even have bothered? I guess, yeah. But it's well, it's it's funny because the 
Disney made a bunch of money with the Aladdin game when they made it. Mm. And so they were like, oh, we can make money from this. So they invested tons, millions and millions of dollars into video games. And they had like massive teams making stuff. Uh, but there was no direction and people were just spending money on frivolous dumb shit because no one was in charge, really. Yeah, and that sounds right. <laughs> I guess Gargoyles was kind of the end of that run where it was because uh, they were they, they were doing it in-house. But it was it sounds like it was difficult to get things uh, going and like under control because of all of the just, you know, the joy and chaos of having a million dollars or millions literally of to yeah. spend, not a million. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I And it was they, they were putting it on, you know, the end of the Genesis and the Genesis was definitely dead in 1995. Yeah, like was, that's, that's the, the year. I believe that's the year Alien Soldier came out as well. Yeah. And that was only released digitally for in the U.S., uh, that is a what like I know we talked weird... about it when we did the Alien yep. Soldier episode, but like <laughs> it is still a wild thought to think that there was a digital only release of a video game, a console in... video game, console, a console video game in 1995. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like what? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I I agree with you. It feels like they wouldn't just be remastering. It feels like they wouldn't just be remastering a Gargoyles game just to do it. It's no. got to be it's got to coincide with something else. Yeah, like they're they're going to try and they're going to re-release the show or they're doing cuz you know they have Disney Plus, right? So they can just make a they could make a new show and then have it as a way to hook more people into Disney Plus cuz they have to have they have to keep thinking of ways to grab people and Gargoyles would grab a whole ton of people that may not otherwise care cuz it was targeted in a lot of ways at a different audience than the rest of Disney, which is also why the video game isn't disneyed like there is right. no disney stuff on it they right. made their they made their new um that disney had made their new company their publisher the 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 what what is it buena vista buena vista interactive, interactive yeah yeah and then they removed all the disney stuff because when they were thinking about how to market they're like well we don't want to market this as disney because everyone would be like oh that's for kids right um, yeah but then you may have lost the disney yada 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 so i, I could see i could see them maybe gargoyles isn't for kids it's for edgy teens yeah <laughs> it gargoyles is totally for edgy teens it, yeah <laughs> yes. like a thousand percent so i know that's that has to be true because my my cousin who's a bit older than me wouldn't shut up about how much he loved gargoyles and that's <laughs> i think that's probably part of the reason why i never watched it <laughs> so i was also younger when it, i guess when gargoyles first came out i didn't care yeah. I I it was like a Saturday morning cartoon and I like deliberately avoided it mm -hmm. like I would go out of my way to change the channel if it came on <laughs> later when I was let's say 14 um, <clears throat> and moving into my edgy teenager stage <laughs> it started coming on uh, so I don't know if they still do but Toon Disney was a channel where it was basically Cartoon Network, for, but for Disney stuff. Yeah, okay. And I'd, I'd watch a bunch of cartoons, like, when I was uh, when I was that age. I was watching a lot of Cartoon Network at the time, and I'd switch between that and Toon Disney and just, sure. you know, and just watch whatever came on. And Gargoyles started coming on, and I was, one day, it came on after something else that I was actually watching. I watched a lot of Goof Troop. I remember, yeah, I love that. I love that movie. Yeah, Goofy Movie is like a classic. I really like that movie. I love that movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. That would be fun to 
I've been thinking about that too. Like I could just straight up a watch a goofy movie at just about any point. I'd like to watch that. I'd like to watch the the Emperor's New Groove again. I actually watched that like a year ago. Oh, how was it? How did it hold up? Uh, it's very David Spade. <laughs> okay, that, yeah, that fits. <laughs> it's also like a 70 minute movie. I know it's super duper short. But anyway, like I, I was watching I like Gargos came on after a after something else that I was watching and I just left it on because I was like reading or doing something else. And then like it's one of those things where it's just on in the background and you find yourself just sort of like staring at it. You know, you, you ever have yeah, that thing yep. where it's just it's on in the background, but then you're actually watching it and you just don't really look away because yes, you start yeah. getting sort of invested. And then, mm-hmm. like, it ends on a cliffhanger and you, like, legitimately want to know what happens in the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. You know that feeling? Yes. So I started getting pulled in around that time. And you're then like, I realized right. <laughs> that Gargoyles was a series that has an actual continuity. And I wasn't like, really yeah. used to that from cartoons at the time. Uh, okay. So it was like, now that there's an actual story to follow, now I'm kind of interested. Now I kind of know what want to know what's going on. But the moral of the story here is that I didn't get into Gargoyles until I was an edgy teenager. <laughs> so that's how I know it's for edgy teenagers. <laughs> well, I don't know what they were thinking when they programmed this video game, because it's not for anyone that doesn't have the, the patience of Job. Like... Dude, boy, is it not. I don't know how the hell you're supposed to play this game without. Period. It's so freaking difficult. It is unnecessarily difficult. <laughs> and it, like the difficulty curve is all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first thing that you have to deal with <laughs> is like. A barrage of impossible to dodge arrows. (laughs) And you literally just have to, like, run through and tank them. Which, admittedly, is actually a real, like, is actually a really cool set piece. Well, the whole game, well, the first stage is an awesome set. Like, everything, okay, the graphics are Mm -hmm. so good. Like, the art team was fantastic. The, the, The animation, the, like, the... Whoever programmed, like how it was programmed and put together, everything's great. It's just that I don't think any of them played a video game besides this video game or something. It feels like I don't think any of them played this video game. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they couldn't have playtested it. But there's like 12 playtesters in the credits. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I forget who it was, if it was Ellipsis or somebody in my in in my chat who was like oh i see that they've it's uh it's an odd choice to uh to put the uh screw you rental period stage in the first stage because <laughs> there is that bit where you just have to like climb up the building while there's these ballistas firing back and forth and it's like a it is similar in in terms of like platformer timing to like a middle tier, like a middle level stage in the Lion King. (laughs) You know, it it reminds me a little bit of like jumping up the logs on the waterfall. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't, I don't get it. It's just, and that's the first stage. And honestly, the difficulty more or less scales up from there. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then gets you have to fight those really movies. unnecessarily frustrating. Yeah, I mean, like with where 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 it's you you have the 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 joy of some enemies that have the NES spawn boxes of oh sorry this thing never actually dies it just keeps spawning like those stupid robots that will fly at you. Uh, yeah, and those are fun. To, and and I don't I don't think so. Maybe people play tested the game, but I don't think anyone tested swinging from stuff because no. it is it is. I, your attach point is different every single time. Yeah. On every, like, it's, it's nuts. It's so terrible. <laughs> I mean, it is unbelievably feels, bad. It feels like every everything that you have to grapple to and swing off of. Well, not grapple to. You just kind of grab it and swing. Yeah, you just kind um, of. Well, yeah. Every single one of those objects, it feels like the... It feels like the box for where you have to hit is one pixel, and they literally threw a dart to determine where it is on each individual one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good way to think about it, huh? Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, there's no, it feels like there's no consistency at all on where you have to hit this thing. So, like, I spent a good portion of the game just falling through this, like, flagpole or whatever. <laughs> That I'm supposed to have to grapple to to climb up, and it just doesn't. I just <laughs> fall through it. The 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 present Manhattan stage. <laughs> I yep. think gave you the most grief when you were yep. playing it, because well, that was when you were still like, "I'm going to do this mostly legitimate." Yep. And then, then then when you you got to the boss for like the third time, and you're like, "I'm I'm safe stating." <laughs> yep. We're not doing this again. I it's so I, I I did read a little bit about some of the art and apparently it was the 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 animators of the show were some of the art people that gave like reference art and they were actually able to use some of the their artistry for the game which is why everything looks so good Excellent. is that yeah so that, that I thought that was and that's part of the like the credits for this game are gigantic for a game in the sixteen yeah. bit you know Genesis Super Nintendo era like when you look at the Super Metroid credits you're like wow there's not that many people that yeah, made there's this like game. 20 or 30 people who worked on this. Yeah, this game has like a, I don't know, like a minute and a half credit sequence or two minute credit sequence or something, which is sort of insane for a uh, a, a game of this era. But that's kind of what I was saying, where Disney was dumping just a ton of money and these teams were gigantic. And yeah, it didn't. I, I don't know. They really just needed someone to rein it in because this mm-hmm. game could have been spectacular. I think I think it's still quite good. I, I, I think generally like eh. it. It I does a lot of stuff it. right. It, there's a lot about it that's cool. And I think that it's it is more a decent game with some frustrating elements more so than a bad game. I don't know what 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 would make it a bad game then? Because would you, would you pick this game up and play it? Like, would you suggest someone to play this video game without the caveats of, oh, I love Cuso Grande? <laughs> OK, well, that's I wouldn't. Okay, there are aspects of this game that I would actually recommend for Cusa Grande. <laughs> um, that that bucket stage at the end yes, is a whole... nightmare. <laughs> that stage is so stupid. <laughs> the the flaming molten cauldron. Yeah, no, the, everything about that stage is terrible. Um, but the first couple of stage are the cu- first couple of stages are actually legit fun. There is a couple yeah, of really the first difficult stage is fun. There's a couple of really difficult aspects of the of it, but like not 
they feel frustrating and not like bad. So I would say like this would be something where I would say like I think it's really worth seeing because there's a lot of cool stuff that the game does in terms of like set pieces and stuff like that. Yeah. And honestly, the the minute to minute gameplay is fine. I feel like you're 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 lying to yourself a little bit because you were getting so annoyed about even just regular combat. Like, you might be right. I, I, I came I, away with generally positive feelings. Sure, sure. Aside from like, God, I like the the thing that I will remember the most is like, why am I going through this stupid bucket? That yeah, because so I don't know. The combat felt like I would have rather just skipped every enemy. Like, fighting kind of Yeah, you sucked. know what? Yeah, you know what? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, the, um... Yeah. <laughs> Things are have too much health. <laughs> Unless you can throw them somehow. Unless well, like you can throw them, Like that one enemy them, in the which... train the first time you walked into it, and it just freaking blew you up. <laughs> you just yeah. died. Yeah. Immediately! Imagine if you were playing that game without save states. Well, in the first boss where you fight... You fight like what is ostensibly Thor. Yeah. Um, you got you got you almost you could have died in the cutscene. <laughs> yeah. Well, I lost control of the character. I like I I've defeated Thor and he falls down and then lightning strikes him repeatedly, like in a really brutal sequence. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. It's like he's already dead. But then, like, if you're standing on him when you lose control of the character, the lightning hits you. And that (laughs) actually takes a lot of your health, which doesn't recover in the next stage. Okay, yeah, you're you're literally unselling me on it because now I'm actually like remembering how the game played and like, okay, like actually executing the grab move and throwing things to death was quite satisfying. Yeah, when it worked, right? Because especially yeah. sometimes when the, the game, I, my favorite is when you'd throw something and then it would hit a wall and it would like bounce around, but they're kind of screaming and you're, and it's like, that's, yeah, that's funny for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I really liked grabbing the robots and throwing them against the wall and they would just explode. Yeah. But not as much as I liked grabbing one of the robots and it hitting the ground and skidding and kicking up sparks well, because the polish, in an animation that was absolutely jaw dropping and unnecessary, it was so good. Or even even just like breaking through the skylight windows in that st- in the in the 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 Manhattan stage and like going oh, yeah. through the the apartment floors and like that that was the that's what I mean. If the gameplay was tweaked, I don't even I don't think it even has to be completely thrown out. It just right. has to be a you have to make the you know the the connection better because you're because sometimes it's like oh how do i grab this thing when can i punch this how come it worked right, this time yeah. it doesn't work this the time. hitboxes so, are extremely unclear on everything yes so if that stuff was fixed and i still feel like there was some kind of delay where something some sort of animation or something had to finish sometimes where, where it didn't feel as snappy as i wanted to be in terms of my like the button i was pressing so and, at first i didn't know what you were talking about yeah and that was because I was not using the grab for the right. for the swipes. It's pretty seamless for the grabs. You basically have to be like completely neutral. So that's yeah, what okay. that that's what that delay basically is. That makes sense from, yeah. from what I noticed. Yeah. No, and then I think once that... you get far enough into the game, there's no reason to use anything but the grab because it's like, do you want to use the grab and kill them in one hit 
or do you want to take a bunch of damage while you're trying to swipe at him and it'll take like 12. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think that there's so much. So, so when they announced the remake of Aladdin and, and, um, Lion King and Jungle Mm -hmm. Book and all that stuff, my thought was, oh, that's fun. I have nostalgia for playing some of those games. Like that's neat. And, And I think the, like, I was like, that's cool, but I don't really know if I didn't care particularly, but Hearing about the remake of Gargoyles, I was excited at first because I had never played the game. I was like, oh, yeah, that's neat. I remember hearing it was good. Like, that seems like it might be... Wow, I'm curious. And so after having played it, this is a game that begs to be remade because there's so much here that's freaking awesome. Yes. And if if you can tweak the, 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 the... Like, well, if you can... I think if you tweak the hitboxes mm-hmm. and, and, you know, some of the damage scaling stuff, like... Uh, so, so there's a better, there's not even really a notification sometimes when you're getting hit. Yes. You walk in, so like those types of, you know, it seems on the nose, but when you're dealing with this many people and whatever it was, time crunch, I don't have a clue. Those things can sometimes be overlooked. So I think that this game would be, will be really, really good if it gets the remake, you know, if it gets remade in that way, where it's not just giving it a new coat of paint. And in fact, I hope they don't. I don't, it doesn't need a new coat of paint. Yeah. Honestly, it, like a sort of like pixel remaster treatment yeah yes, where it's yeah. like cleaned up but the general art style is kept the same mm-hmm. would work really well mm-hmm. yeah because it does still look really good and a lot of what it does is like a lot of what it does visually i think still holds up even I think now so too yeah so um I but yeah like the gameplay itself is where all of that effort needs to go yes because there yep. is something here mm-hmm there is a there is a really really cool game here. It just needs some cleanup. Yeah, and, and I'll be the f- the first person to say that I didn't finish this game. Like it was too hard for me for me to even have fun with it with save states. I stopped somewhere in the second stage where I was like, I'm just kind of good. So yeah. I, I ended up watching you play it, and that was that was fun. I loved watching <laughs> watching you suffer through the game. But, it, yeah, <laughs> um, and because. Your suffering is usually you having a good time. <laughs> it generally was, yes. Because when you're having a truly bad time, you just turn it off. <laughs> well, what happens when I'm streaming, if I'm having a really, really bad time yeah. when I'm streaming, what turns off is me. Right? Yeah, you, true, true. I just scowl at the screen until I'm done. <laughs> Suddenly, And then I start apologizing and I'm like, I'm sorry, I just, I, I don't, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not having a good time here. Rather, that's true. That's true. Whereas this, you were at one point. I, I genuinely thought you were truly done when you were doing one of the. At one point in the Manhattan part, I was like, "Oh man, I, I hope he's not. I hope he's not upset. Upset. Like I hope this is still an enjoyable experience." Um, because it felt it felt like it was on that edge of really, really. I got very frustrating just because I got very frustrated in the Manhattan part just because there is a lot of vertical sections. And there's a lot of stuff in this game yeah. that involve that is very getting over it like. <laughs> yeah, it truly where there's a feels lot of like, like climbing up to the top and then missing one hitbox and falling all the way back down to the bottom and having to do it again. <laughs> and like enemies respawn, so you don't even get to feel like you made any progress at all. <laughs> right. So there is a lot of really frustrating aspects like that. <laughs> but I don't think I ever hit a point where I was like just really, really legitimately upset. No, what I realized is that it was probably my, I was uh, imprinting my feelings on your reaction and how it would make me feel. And I was like, oh, man. And then I realized, oh, no, that's just me. (laughs) 
I you were be... you were getting like secondhand upset on my yes. like on my account. <laughs> like I would have been so freaking done, and then I was like, oh no, no, he's he's still having a good time. Okay, we're okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I generally enjoyed the game, but I but like you mentioned earlier, would you be able to recommend this? And honestly, probably not. I yeah, mean, it, I, like I think it's one of those games as it is now, where I would be like, oh, it's definitely worth seeing. Sure. But like you have to really steal yourself for a uh, a, a frustrating experience if you want to like a frustrating experience that you might enjoy because there is enjoyable stuff in the game. Again, like mm-hmm. it's there's stuff here, but yeah, you got to really like you got to expect to miss some platforms and you got to expect to, you know, get Wombo comboed around by some enemies and die almost instantly and. And, and I think part of it is, I think, so based on the credits, it lists only one programmer. Interesting. With, with the, now, mind you, this is a two-minute credit sequence, and there's one yeah. one programmer listed. Yeah! That seems, like, so I, f- I feel for that guy, <laughs> or gal, I don't know. And and so it's the, I, f- I feel for their, uh, that must have been really hard. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like like if you're the only person doing all of that stuff, I don't know what the other like aside from obviously there's some arts and a bunch of art stuff. But I mean, being the only programmer, I could see where some things just can't make it like like you don't have the time to literally right. do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you are the only programmer, maybe you're the only one testing a lot of that stuff and then you're going to be amazing at it. Right. Like, if, like if, 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 if it's going to work, if you're the only programmer and that project is going to actually work out, you'd better be like Yuji Naka minus the prison. <laughs> minus, minus. <laughs> but like, but for real, like Yuji Naka, aside from recent news events, uh, by the way, Yuji Naka has been arrested on insider trading charges from his time at uh, Square Enix. He, he did the Martha Stewart. He actually, he and a bunch of people, because they were originally arrested over insider trading over a Dragon Quest thing. Oh, really? They have all now been rearrested and charged again. Oh. For more insider trading surrounding a Final Fantasy title. Uh, oh. It's essentially like the same charge, but like they did it more than once. Okay. How, how does, how does Double Jeopardy actually work? <laughs> If you can't be charged for the exact same thing in the exact same instance. Ah, okay. So, like, if he was, like, if he was arrested for insider trading over the Dragon Quest title and then went and then either, like, was found guilty or innocent of it, you can't take him back to you can't take him back to court and try him for insider trading on that thing again. That exact thing. Like the Dragon Quest thing. Could but it be like, a different instance of dragon questing? It's like, like to to bring it all the way up to the top and call it murder. It's like if you murder somebody and you go to court for that, and then you go murder somebody different. That's a different charge. So like, you don't get off on your second murder charge because you beat the first one. Right. Right. If you if you kill someone else or are accused of killing someone else, then like you still have to answer for that just because it's the same charge on a different thing. What like, if that you, still counts? So, so what about, I know you can't murder the same person twice, but could you, 
like if you got charged for doing something to the person and then you did the same thing to that person <laughs> those would be like two like like robbing someone yeah can you get can you can you get it but then you're then you're acquitted like acquitted or whatever it is and then you're not like you you know you didn't if rob you're him, tried for out. doing it at a different time in a different instance then that's just a different instance okay my entire knowledge of even knowing a double jeopardy thing exists is an old movie with um yep Tommy uh, Lee Jones and Ashley Tommy Judd. Lee Jones and I think yes, yeah. And I don't remember much about it other than I feel like she went she she was murdered or she murdered her husband or was framed for murder and then went to prison and then the whole next half of the movie is about I don't remember if she's getting revenge or if you think she's getting revenge and it turns out something else is happening. I don't know. But I remember being confused the, the by the idea of it. The concept of it is that um the concept of it is that like she is framed for the murder of her husband. Who actually, and it turned out he actually, um, he actually faked his death. So yeah, he that's is right. still alive. Yes. And just sent her to prison for murdering him when she yeah, didn't murder him. Yeah, it was convenient. And so the whole thing wife. is, I'm going to actually kill him as revenge. And I'm going to get away with it because I was already sentenced to prison for killing him. Yeah. yeah. And by the legal system, you can't murder someone twice. Because, so is, like, is, once they're dead, they're dead. And he's not supposed a, to actually be alive. But it wouldn't make sense, right? <laughs> because it would be tech, like... I have it, no idea if that legal theory holds up at all. I am sure that somebody has done, like, a review of it. Of, like, you know, does this make sense or not? <laughs> is Double Jeopardy factually correct? <laughs> I mean, like, I literally sound. follow a YouTube channel called Legal Eagle. Where he does like movie law. He's a he's an actual real lawyer who works out of D.C. Okay, and he just does like law reviews of like current like news and stuff, but also movies and TV show shows and their depiction of legal proceedings and whether it's like realistic or not. Uh, Interesting. So I don't know if he's done that, but I'm sure if not him, then somebody has. Yeah, I suppose I could Google it. I haven't thought about it much. I mean, I saw the movie. 20 years ago <laughs> it only remember. came up because yuji naka keeps like cheating <laughs> he keeps doing it he just won't stop doing it <laughs> hey you know i i know i've 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 ragged on sonic and i i can't help myself but i really want to love sonic and I, I I see Sonic things, or I see like an old Genesis, and I get nostalgia for Sonic, even though I'm like I don't really want to play it. But I sort of do at the same time. It's the yeah. weirdest relationship I've ever had with a video game. I understand. And I kind of want to play Frontiers. You know what it though- is? Huh. You see Sonic, and you're like, I want to want to play that. Yeah, yeah. Like you really, really want to like it. You really want to have that feeling of anticipation and excitement, but you've spent the last 20 years plus 30 years yeah. of all of those games burning you and being disappointing. And then you're just like, I can't. I I love you, Sonic. I want why won't you let me love you? <laughs> have have you heard anything about Frontiers? I that- have heard almost overwhelmingly that it's actually pretty decent and way better than anyone expected. Now, is that in the guise of compared to other Sonic games or compared to video games? I think I, from what I understand, 
it is an actual like solid video game in its own right. Well, damn. Like actually it kind of works. Now, I haven't played it and I've seen a very small amount of it, so I can't this is all hearsay, second third hand information, but it seems like people are legitimately enjoying it and people even people who were lined up to trash it have been like, "Oh, this is actually not bad." Yeah, I'm 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 curious. I have to say I'm I'm curious because I have read I read one review that made it sound like it was just horrible. And then I've read other reviews that make it seem like what you're saying, where it seems like it's pretty good. Yeah. So I don't know. I I, I won't be able to spend uh, – <laughs> there's no way I'm buying it at full price, especially since sure. I think it's already like half off. Yeah. Um, or at least it was. I'm hoping it one day it becomes part of like a PS Plus kind of thing so I can just play it for free. Because uh, then – because if it's not good then, then I must really dislike whatever it is. For me, not saying that the game itself to other people isn't good or fun, uh, because if I get it for free and don't care, then it must be. It must really not be something that's for me. I don't know. Right. I still would like to pick up the Sonic uh, collection and play play through Sonic one, um, one, two, three. And, and well, really, Sonic CD is the one I'd like to play the most. Yeah, we should do that for the podcast at some point, because I have that sitting on my computer from the uh, from the genesis collection it yeah. came as like a sort of add-on and i'm curious about it like i want to see what it's about i think wh whenever it ends up being cheap enough where i buy the thing then we'll then we'll do it for the podcast so it's up to it's up to the 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 marketing department at sega of america <laughs> yeah that makes sense oh oh yeah bringing us back to gargoyles yes please because i feel like we don't really have that much left to say no yeah it was it just but sort of you did find something interesting about the music Oh yeah. So I was looking up a long play of Gargoyles when we were when after I decided I wasn't gonna finish it and I wasn't sure when um oh no, this was right away. It was it was actually right after we started talking about playing. Yeah, we the game. started talking about doing it, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and one of the comments in the long play was like, Hey, this music the, the music from the very first stage is from um Medal of Honor level three mission one or something like that. And I was like, huh. So I, I tried to find a video that had just the level mission one level three and when i found it it's the exact same music it's actually like one to one the same and, and so i was like well how wait how is that possible and then it turns out the the composer <laughs> was the same dude and he went on to he made movie for um or he made music for uh i, I think he he's an Academy Award winning composer. I believe you're correct. Yes, uh, I don't remember. I'm looking at his name up now. It's Michael Giacchino. Yeah, that looks um, that seems right. And I'm trying to look up what he won his award for, but I, I believe he did he did some Mission Impossible, some Jurassic World. He did Marvel Cinematic stuff, Star mm -hmm. Trek. Yep, Alias, Lost Friend. Like I mean, he was <laughs> he's worked with so many people. Yeah, <laughs> like he's actually kind of a big deal. Yeah, he's a, I mean, yeah. When you think about, you know, Ratatouille and Up and like, oh, that's what he won the Oscar for was Up, yeah. He was was Up. Yep. Yeah. And an yep. Emmy for Lost and so I mean like the, the dude's a serious like he he is a big player in the world beyond video games, but he's also the guy that made the music for freaking uh which which makes sense, right? Cuz a lot of those like Up and 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 like they're Disney property, so he was probably part of that that culture at Disney if they were yeah, paying top dollar for people. Yep. So then they're like, "Hey, make 
makes you want to make some some music for this this gargoyles video game I, maybe he worked on the tv show i don't really know i didn't look i at really don't know his... either oh, but oh, like please. that being said um i the music is fine yeah yeah it, i think it's i think what i'll do for this episode is i will start the i will start oh, yes the episode with the music from Gargoyles and then end the episode with the same music from Medal of Honor. That would be cool. If, if you find the if you find a better track of the Medal of Honor one, I would I would enjoy uh, hearing it because <laughs> the one that I had had like the sound effects of the game with like dogs barking and people shooting guns, which is oh, yeah, if, yeah, of course, if we end up using that, it's it's fine. <laughs> but but uh, if you find it, I would like to have it as well. I will I will do my best. <laughs> we'll find out all together, friends. <laughs> in a couple in in a few seconds if you don't have anything else to say. I'm good. That's it. Gargoyles was fine. We have high hopes for the remaster. It can be made much better. Absolutely. Yeah. I I I really do look forward to whatever that ends up being. Yeah. Me too. Till next week.